Okay, welcome to show 23 of uh, Saturday Night with the Who Boys. This is called The Angry Show, um, but I'm not sure I want to do it now. I mean, am I, are you angry, John? Um, I, I'm not particularly angry. I'm not seething with anger. But right. there are little, perhaps, things that I'm angry about that I shouldn't be angry about. Little things. Yeah, but how, what about you? Are you angry? Well, I'm certainly angry about a lot of little things, but, but these little things are manifestations of a much bigger thing. Yeah. And that's what I'm really angry about. But the problem is, I don't know what that big thing is exactly. So I don't exactly know what I'm angry about, which makes me even angrier. Mm. You're angry about feeling angry. I'm angry about being angry, about having to be angry. Yeah. Well, See. Why don't you just try not to be angry? Just don't be angry. That ain't going to do it. You're living in the past, Mark. No, because this is affecting the future. This anger the future. goes back to something in my adolescence, and it's been there throughout my adult life, and it is going to affect the future as well, because it's... it's is it a feeling of inadequacy? Inadequacy? Certainly not. No? Certainly not. No. We'll put a track on, think about it. We'll think about it, put a track on, come back, and we can... Yeah. And, yeah, you can give a few reasons why. Yeah.
down to specifics what have you done recently that's made you angry at yourself um spent t- too much time at the pub when I, there's other things that I should be getting on with right um but I, hey I had a good time so you know yeah. and there's you, always you angry yourself, still angry at yourself for pissing on your mum's face that was a long time ago and she's forgiven me for that she's forgiven you for that yeah she's a remarkable I'd had a lot to mom. I'd had a lot to drink and um now she um, there she is she's passed it. she's asleep on the sofa exhausted in front of the TV you know how busy she is yeah. you come in rat assed yeah. undo your flies yeah. and just stand there pissing on her face I didn't realise I was doing it though I think I might have been sleepwalking what did you think you were pissing on I didn't I didn't realise until she. I woke up on the floor after she slapped me in the face fucking hell got it all over myself as well tradition tradition without our traditions our lives would be as shaky as 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 a fiddler on the roof
She did, and if she found out, it was me who actually did that. But guess how much that was? Uh, Thirty pence. Seventy-five p. Yeah. That's quite good. What are you bringing cucumbers here for? Because I'm gonna later. I'm gonna make you a cucumber sandwich. Ah. So what are you angry about? Yeah, I can only tell you about the little things. Things people. Pe- things people do that piss me off. Okay, now. Um, <laughs> what are you? Yeah. Angry? Yeah, when we were at the uh, festival, yeah, we were doing the, the um, headlining slot yeah. at the Hope Weekender. We're on stage, and all these cunts at the front seem to think they've got a perfect right to climb up. There's no security, and the next thing I know, there's eight nutters jumping up and down on the stage. Brian's getting shoved to the back of the stage. I'm I'm right in between the drum kit and the mic. There isn't any space to go from left to right. I'm jumping up and down. I'm, I'm, mm. I'm giving it some. And what happens next? I fall, fall off the over. stage, crack my knee on a monitor. Now I can't walk properly. I've got a bad limp, and a fucking my hips fucked as well. I don't know what that is. Is it a trapped nerve or something? And and why am I suffering like this? Because a lot of wankers decided to get up and dance on the stage without being asked. Mark, on the flip side, you know, think of it as a as a souvenir of the night. Okay, every time you feel like twinging little pain, your mind will go back because it went you went down a storm that night, but. You're lucky you had all those people. They all wanted to get on the stage because they love the music. You know, if, I they, they, appreciate if they'd have booed you off stage, I mean that that would have made you even more angry. The very fact that they were all, you know, storming the stage was because they loved the music. You know, they were. It was a. It was a. Uh, what was it? It was a. An oh, well, I don't know what it was, but it was uh, an epiphany. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it was a beautiful moment. Yeah, but uh, but I've got this limp. I don't want limps as souvenirs. No. Have you been to the doctor? No. I- not yet, I have to go. Oh. 
No sympathy. What do you mean, no sympathy? It was over two weeks ago, Mark. Well, I, I, I thought it would have gone by now. I was waiting for it to go. It's getting worse. I'll have to go to the bloody... No sympathy. Does that make you angry? <sighs> no. No, you don't make me angry, John. Sometimes you make me sad. You often <laughs> disappoint me. But you don't make me angry. Never fail. You never fail to disappoint me.
I am not paying you back. How many drinks have I bought you? I understand that, John, but we both know the financial straits I'm in. It was six cans for five quid. If I get £2.50, I can get ten cigarettes. If I don't get £2.50, I am not a happy bunny. Right, okay. Mark, what's that over there? Ow! Fuck's sake! That is the last time, mate. I fucking... I'll get you back for that. That's my... Come, I'm, I'm not in the mood for talking now, but fucking track up.
So you have you cheered up a bit now? What you you know the anger? I have, I have cheered up. Mm. I have cheered up. We're, we're, ah, fucking hell! You know we we do a, we do an angry show, but how are we going to resolve the anger over a radio show, over we're a not, podcast? Everyone's angry in their own little way, aren't they? You know. Yeah. It's just it's not that bad. Could be worse. Things could be a lot worse. Things could be a lot worse. That's true. No. Anyway. Cheers. Cheers, yeah. Hey, we haven't had a toast on the shelf for ages. What yeah. should we have a toast to? To... To, to living the life. <laughs> living the life. Yeah, live the dream.
Now then, mate, good to see you again. How so have you? How have it, you been? It's been. I've been all right. Yeah, I've been fine. Yeah. I've been okay. I've been at work. I've been. Uh, I've been sleeping. I've been sleeping. I've been. Uh, the, the weather's been good. The I can't think what to say really. I'm okay. You know, I'm all right. I'm still breathing. You're right. Yeah, yeah, still yeah. Breathing. I've been sleeping as well. Maybe. Well, amongst other things. How much sleep do you need uh, of a night to? Uh, seven. Seven. Seven minutes sleep. Seven hours. Seven, seven hours, hours sleep. sleep. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I... I, I uh, oh, who gives a fuck, anyway. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Do you not want to play that track that you made, When They Come Around? When just very quickly, around. just describe what that's about. I love that, because you can get it on the... Uh, I'm just going to plug something now. Go to YouTube, type in Who Boys, and then you get all your, your videos that come up. Um, you just recently added two of them. I think Brian, Brian Coleman, mm. has just added two more, which is... First one, when they come around and take my neighbour, and when they come around, I love that. What's it about? Quick, quick. It's about your. Um, it's about pretentious people living in the suburbs, um, you know, who who are making a lot of money and uh, want to impress all their friends um, when they come around, and by how expensive everything is and how much the kitchen costs to have done and all that sort of bollocks. Mm. And uh, you know these people irritate me, and, and um, I've wrapped, seen wrapped up in lifestyle, and the whole advertising thing has really got to them. Well, yeah, and uh, I've seen Very judgmental. I've people. seen a couple of childhood friends go that way. Really? Yeah, and uh, that was very sad and tedious, and I was inspired by them to right. to do this. And it sounds like this. When they come around, I'm going to show them that I can cook more sophisticated dishes than anyone else we know. When they come around, I'm going to show them how well furnished our house is. I'm going to show them how loving and bohemian and urbane our marriage is and how different we are. When they come around, I'm going to tell them how much our house costs. And I'm going to tell them how much our highly modern and stylish kitchen costs to have installed. When they come around, I'm going to show them how eclectic our CD collection is, with class bands like Level 42, Die Straits, and uh, other bands like that. When they come around, I'm going to tell them where we went on holiday and how popular we were with the locals who accepted us into their bosoms and said we could come and stay with them whenever we wanted. Because we know more about their food than any of the other tourists.
when they come around, I'm going to show them how much we've changed from the people that they thought were dodgy, boring losers from before. I'm going to show them how much we've changed into people they envy, into people they should be jealous of. When they come around, they're going to go away having learned about how to live in style. They're going to take away a lesson in how to improve themselves and not to waste their time being complacent in their laziness and ignorance. When they go away, we'll be left lonely as ghosts in this place that we spend a quarter of our lives in, looking at each other across a chasm of boredom and resentment. good point John this is a good point what do you want from a relationship what do you want from a woman to have a relationship with I mean you want to have a relationship yeah she has to live within a five minute walk of a tube station that's direct to the nearest tube station I need to get off at to get to get to work that's just like what, what Spike was saying Spike from Pilchers she yesterday ne- she needs to live very close to a, a decent corner shop maybe a Tesco yeah. Metro or something like that um now, what I was saying, Spike, he yeah. said yesterday, Spike from Pilchard said a woman for him, I mean, he's happily married. Yeah. But he said a woman for him would have to um, have a broadband connection yeah. and be online 24-7 before he even put his slippers under the table. He said that to yeah. me yesterday. That's fair enough, that's fair enough. Yeah. So what we're looking at is she needs to, She what, what was it? She's broadband be connection. Five minutes from a tube station, she's got to have a... Um, Maximum five-minute Good walk. corner shop. Good, <clears throat> good, good, decent shop. Supermarket, I'll... I'll a supermarket, a five-minute walk from a supermarket. That's good. Near a supermarket as well? Yeah. I'm quite picky. So this means the only women you're going to have is, what, Covent Garden or somewhere? Around that sort of area, sort of central, central London, yeah. For the time being. She's got to live in central London? No, she doesn't, no. Well, she does, because I, I... Well, yeah, I mean, I, you know. <laughs> but, right, what What else? What's the, what's the other criteria? <coughs> She's got to be able to... Um, she can't be too picky with what she eats. Right. She's got to put whatever so you up. You couldn't have a relationship with a vegetarian up. then? Um, yeah, I could. Right. As long as she didn't mind cooking me steak and stuff like that. But I'd probably do most of the cooking, you see. I'm a very good cook, as you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, you are. And, yeah. Um, I am as well, you know that. I've not cooked for you, I've, but I am. No, I'm, I'm, I must I've, cook for you. I've come in your house and smelt after you've cooked, mate, and I've got to say, it's not up to or it's not all that. You don't know what you're talking about, you no, I've fool. Heard, no, I've heard you are, you are a good cook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me help, give me help. You can never take me. Take off them wings, off them hose. Levitate me higher place. Never take me 
questions here because what is it does she have to have the right looks does she have to have uh, does she have to be sophisticated she, I, I don't know you know it's just this current girl you're seeing what's stopping you there she's pretty do you think, don't you think she's pretty enough she's not I don't know Mark I don't know you know sure well if you don't know then she mustn't be pretty enough no, what's no. wrong with her personality then or, nothing, right? nothing 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 yeah but I mean you you know you don't see yourself spending 20 years with her do you so um, then there's something not I've not there. really thought about it in that way, you know. Right. You know, I've just come out of a, um, I'll say just a few months ago, out of a relationship, and I'm thinking, well, it's time to concentrate on me, John Shedd, and, and concentrate on myself, rather than then allowing someone else into my... Well, allowing, but, you know, you know... Oh, can we just fucking scrap this? <laughs> Thank you. 
Seriously, it's, just it's too close to the bone, is it? No, no, it's not too close to the bone. I just don't know what to say. It's just, it's just, I, you know, I've come over. Um, I've just got. I can't. I, I, you know, well, for me, it's simple. For me, it's simple, right? Yeah. I have to find her attractive, right? I have to find her engaging to be with, to talk to. I have to enjoy talking to her. Yeah, you know, physical and mental, all that. You know, we have to enjoy doing things together. Once, I, I'm not kidding. I was I was seeing this girl in Tokyo. Right. Yeah. I'm at her place. I've brought a couple of DVDs. I'm really keen for her to watch. Uh, I think it was Dead Man or something like that, or yeah. Down by Law. Right. And I noticed the funny bits in the film that I was laughing at. She was completely straight faced. Yeah, I read that. That that was the end of the relationship in my mind. Yeah. All right. I saw her a few times after that, but I knew it was over because she, she wasn't laughing at the same. Things with yeah. me yeah, yeah. in the film. Yeah, it can be something small like that. Something like that ever happened to you? I've had similar things. Yeah, absolutely. You know, all the way that you know. I think sense of humour is a is a vitally important one because right. um, <clears throat> I've dated with women before who, you know, they laugh at things that I just cannot even begin to find funny. I can't. So I just. I just think, are they, are, you know... What about know. shared taste? Because I was on a date with a girl who yeah. was a student at the Royal College of Music. Yeah. And five minutes into that day, I was asking her about music, so I thought, well, you know, I love music. She's a student at the Royal College of Music. I asked her about reggae. She said, I don't like reggae. That was the end of it for me. Oh, God. I tried to get her into bed, but... Yeah. I knew we weren't going to have a relationship. No, I failed because I, I got too drunk because I didn't enjoy being with her. And I got so drunk that she had to go home. Hurriedly.
get abusive, did you? No, no, but I was just um, talking bollocks and caressing her knee, and she didn't like it. I think it was the way I was doing it. I, yeah. I mean, no, I think it was just because I was painfully, obviously, absolutely pissed. And she thought, I don't like having dates with men who just get utterly drunk mm. and sit there saying, Whereabouts you live in? Yeah. Live near here. Yeah. You're an ass girl, really. I think in this day and age, well, actually, so say that. I don't know because I don't know what it's like to live in ye old days, but I, I think it is difficult to have a, you know, to. I mean, how do you start up a relationship these days? I've forgotten how you do it. Would you do your prep? Hi, would you like to go out for a drink? Uh, would you like to go out for a drink in the week sometime? Would you. <clears throat> I'm frightened of the rejection. I think that's what it is, you know. I don't right. take rejection very well. No, I, I've never liked that, you know. I, I think that's why I used to get so drunk, um, so that I didn't care. Remember, it's easy to pick up girls. So what are you doing sitting home listening to this record? Here's how one young guy, Mike, recently picked up a girl. Listen. Listen to how Mike got things started. Hey, baby, you got nice tits. Hey, baby, you got nice tits. He's refreshingly direct and to the point. Now it's time for Mike to advance their relationship a step. He makes his compliment a little more romantic. Nice tits, baby. And you shouldn't try to pretend that they're not. Nice tits, nice tits. Girls like to be told they're pretty. And it's true. Hey, baby, you got nice tits, 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 tits. Hey, baby, you got nice tits. And that's all he says. Are you a page three girl? Just say, you got nice tits. She'll instinctively know you're sincere. Mike doesn't know much about art, but he knows what he likes. Nice tits. Boob knockers. Tits knockers. Boob knockers. Look at those knockers. Boob knockers. Tits knockers. Boob knockers. Look at those knockers. I want to see your tits, my dear. Thank you. You really make me feel pretty. Yeah, how do you ask a girl out these days? Um, what do you say? Well, you just be honest. You just say, and where do you mean? I like you. Down the pub. I like you. It's got to be like down the pub to get the confidence. You know, a couple of beers. Apparently, supermarkets are a good place to pull. Nah, I never but I anywhere in a supermarket know, ever. No, nah, you know. I think the only way. I've I never even flirted in a supermarket. We haven't. No. It's going on all over the place. Supermarket. I mean, I'm not comfortable in supermarkets. That light, it glares down, you know, those what are yeah. they, fluorescent lights. I hate that kind of light. Mm. For a start, you never look good in a supermarket. Every little wrinkle, every little thing is cruelly exposed under that lighting. It is, isn't it? You know, you're not at your best. You know, you're, but you, you're at your best. You look your best under natural light, especially dusk. You know, when it's what it, twilight. Those romantic sort of glows, those candles that you know, throwing the shadows about. You look soft, soft shadows. You know, you look, you look nice. You know, I mean, I look good in a rainstorm. I think Bill Hicks says, uh, you know, I might not be the best looking guy in the world, but you, you catch me under a uh, neon blue light at a bar, and uh, he looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Well, worse something worse to that effect. Yeah, you get the idea. But, uh, yeah, how do you ask a woman out these days? Um, you know, I, I had a friend, and he, he used to just go up to women. I think you're fucked. And he used, to, he used to just say, do you fuck? Hmm. And if the girl said no, he'd say, well, I'm not buying you a drink then. Well, it was honest, I suppose. It was direct, wasn't it? Kind of, yeah. But uh, I think, you know, all people are different. Obviously, all ladies are different. And, uh, you know, what can you do? 
different folks, different strokes, different you know, horses for courses. What are you on about? I have no idea. Let's put a track on. What do you look for in a woman? I look for uh, I look for looks. Yeah. Body, breasts, all of that. You like tit fests, don't you? Raging tit fests. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you said you were having a raging tit session when I asked you what you were doing that night, where you went after the bastard event while we were all still gigging. Yeah. We were on stage and you disappeared, and apparently you went off for a tit session. What does a, a tit fest entail? It's basically <laughs> where you um, you um, go into a room, <laughs> right? There's the two of you, okay? Uh, you both get completely naked, yeah, and then you try and uh, you just uh, just, rub, just just rub your bodies all over each other. 
and the special focus on the tits. That, well, uh, uh, yeah, her, her tit has to touch every part of your body. Oh god, it sounds revolting. No, it is. I was just joking. Yeah. How do you really feel? Do, no, no, really delete that. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, no, I mean. <laughs> All right, hey, hey. How do you feel when you're naked with a woman? You know, when you first take your clothes off and you stand there and she sees your body for the first time, you feel confident. Do you sort of worry? Oh, am I it, putting it, on a bit of weight? I don't know. You know, I feel vulnerable, ugly. Um, do you? Um, Surprised. Low. Uh, low. Get a bit depressed. But horny at the yeah. same time. Well, usually a little bit limp at that stage. But right. uh, and what gets you hard? Um, <laughs> What is it? it does, she, does she have to sort of do a little hula dance or something? Just do a little wiggle or something. A wiggle? What does a wiggle entail? Well, just sort of like this.
Do they do that? Yeah. What do they do yeah, that? No, You're married. Women, women have never you wiggled You should be the one telling me what... So my wife what, wiggles, but my, you know, women they do. haven't usually wiggled for me. Um, no, I don't know. You know, it's... Uh, you know, what... what I don't know. <laughs> Tits, the arse, the face, <laughs> right, the body, the, the way they talk. get into it, right. Um, and, and how do you start to have sex with a woman? From you, where do you begin? Where do you begin? <laughs> Start to have sex. Yeah, maybe a little bit of uh, straight for the minge. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> maybe a little bit of, little bit of caressing, a little bit caressing. Of, uh, oh God, what romantics! I mean, start. Uh, I mean, you know, do you just grab one of her cheeks and squelch it between your fingers? Sam, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have you. I'm going to have you. This is the point where a lot of people turn off, mate, or skip forward to the next <laughs> track. Now they love it. You like it, don't you, listeners? You know, we we all want to know this sort of thing, especially how the Who boys feel. A little bit uncomfortable, actually, about talking about how I yeah. start having sex. It's that that question was not worded correctly. How do you start having sex? I mean, well, at which point are you having sex? I suppose it's um, you know. <laughs> well, it's straightforward enough for me. How do you start having right, sex? Okay. First of all, I line up the pillows in the right place on, on the mattress, right. Right, right, and then obviously we got some wine or some some sort of alcohol. So we set the pillows up, have a bit of a drink. Yeah. So we don't touch each other at this point, and then we decide on the position. So I said, all right, well you go there and lay like that, or I'll lay down here, and you put your thighs here. So it's almost it's very sort of and put uh, that in your mouth. It, yeah, it's like an IKEA text uh, a, a, a book on you know constructing it's, some shelves or something. Yeah, it, it is. It's like it's like doing a, a manoeuvre. Respected. The money gets divided. The women get 
very satisfying on a physical level and then and then afterwards we we had oh, sometimes it's so romantic we might just uh, if it's a love hotel we put on I don't know maybe the Beatles channel and just listen to Beatles songs while we drink wine and caress and kiss and this is where the romance comes in you see um, but if it's in the afternoon which sometimes I, I used to go to love hotels in the afternoon with girls then there was my favourite love hotel Nicky Bucro. And it was about the third floor of the hotel room that I liked to go to. But on the ground floor, there's this great little bar where they serve you nibbles, you know, fresh olives along along with your um, beer. Yeah. So when we finished, we'd sort of have a quick shower and get dressed and then go down and have a cracking drink together. Yeah. Really good drink, you know, um, talking and, and, you know, uh, just having a great time. Great time. Great times. Wonderful memories. Great Happy times. times. Happy times. Sometimes we might go on and do something else then, you know. We might go for a meal. Um, we do stupid, silly, impromptu things like start skipping, holding hands in the street. Mm. You know, and you'd get all these Japanese salarymen looking at us aghast. You know. And if I was feeling confident, I might I might take her then to my favourite English pub, bar, live house, where, where all my friends were and introduce her to them. and no. Do some know, more drinking. Do some more drinking. Yeah, Are you, were you paying by the hour for this girl, or was it a flat rate for the night? I don't pay for women, Shed. Oh right, sorry. It's when you mentioned the love hotel and all. If anything, stuff. if anything, I've got to say, women pay for me. You know. Yeah. Well, I did. I don't remember paying many um, of those love hotel bills. Let's just say that. Wow. Yeah. Smooth operator. No, no, I just uh, can't understand why it was. I wasn't a smooth operator. It just happened that way. Mm. Do you know what I do? What? I send them a text. Yeah. 
a little bit, bit of dirty sort of a dirty text. No, not dirty. Just a little. It's got dirty connotations to it. Like, like, how, right? Okay. Well, give me an example. Okay, I might text and say, <clears throat> "My top's a bit dirty. Um, I'm going to wash it, <laughs> and then I'm going to come out to see you." <laughs> I'm being serious, Mark. Sorry. So, and I'll <laughs> do that, and that'll inspire me to actually do, you know, what I need. I'll sort of do a bit of washing or something like that, you know. Right, so you warm up for a date yeah, by w- doing your washing. Yeah. Do you have a bath? Have shower? A, probably have a shower. Clean my body. Yeah. Um, by this point, I've come out. She's texted back. Whatever, you know. <clears throat> Text her back, come up with a meeting place. Meet her, have a... As you, it's a pub or a restaurant? Pub. Pub. Yeah, pub. Restaurant later, perhaps and um, back to hers or back to mine and um, you know what happens after that Mark I can't quite disclose but uh, it's filthy (laughs) it's filthy filthy very 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 dirty Um, if I can just say that uh Oh, what am I talking about? I've not had a date in ages. I don't know how, how. I wouldn't know how to start asking a woman out, or you know, what do you? I'm that out of practice. Seriously, what do you do? You know, where do you meet them? You know, I'm not about to start internet dating. I'm not sinking that low. For anyone that has internet dated out there, why is it sinking low? Internet yeah. dating? Maybe it's not. Maybe that's the way. Yeah, that's what you. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Why are you here? Sex. <laughs>
Stephanie's, 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 Cartier. Quite seriously, I'm, you know, if, if I get naked in front of a girl, I feel very, very self-conscious. Yeah. I can't just stand there and, right. I mean, look, look at that. Right, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we've, we have both put a lot of weight on around the stomach, yeah. haven't we? It's fair to say, I have, I'm the fattest around, you know, this, yeah. with this beer belly than I have ever been. If I stand up, look, yeah. I suck it, get away with that? What's that like? Yeah. Yeah, I mean a lot of women are fairly fat but, there, aren't they? But, watch this. Yeah, <laughs> shit, it's just like mine. It is, look. It's mine, look at mine. Mate, you look yeah. like you're pregnant. But look at this, look at this, Go see on. what I can do Suck with it. it in. Oh, you can see the, the six pack, just, you can't fucking walk around like that all day, can you? You can, but... We it, have, you know, we you need to serious. exercise. Yeah, but I mean, how do you get rid of it? Each quickly? show, we're going we're gonna to show each other each other's bellies and it's going to get less and less and less and less and less. Ah, belly comparing. Yeah. Yeah. Because we really need to inspire each other to do something about it. We're both in trouble. Because <coughs> I think I'm, I'm lacking a lot of confidence. And like I say, I get naked in front of a woman. The shed ain't happy. I feel very self-conscious. Yeah. Even though, you know, the, the girl, you know, because I'm, you know, oh, it's fine, you're great, you're gorgeous, come here. And I'll just jump onto the bed like a big whale. 
you know. It's not that bad, John. You know that. No, I know. But... Smoking is dangerous. Drinking is dangerous. Having sex is dangerous. Taking drugs is dangerous. Everything can be dangerous. All depends on what's your purpose. They want us to watch TV and shut up. They wish we're never gonna wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Take a vagina. Yep. Any vagina. Mm-hmm. What is it in of itself? It gives life. It's also for men a vehicle for pleasure. It it creates life. It also takes men's lives. It dispels it 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 it, 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 uh, it it's a vehicle for urine. Yep. But in itself the vagina has no significance because it always, for us, for men, depends what it's attached to. You could have what you think is a very beautiful vagina and then see it in itself and think that's great, that's just a wonderful vagina, but then you see what it's attached to and bloody hell, it's your Auntie Nora and you don't want anything to do with that vagina. God. And yet, the very same vagina could be attached to um, Sexy Brenda down your local pub yeah. and you want everything to do with that vagina. You want to get near that vagina as quickly as possible. All vaginas are different Mark and all you know, all that, that a vagina is attached to is very very different. I can't see where you're really coming from. Alright, yeah, I'll put a track on there. <laughs> Thank you. 
stupid ass way Ah, hi, mate. Thanks for getting back to me. Yeah. Well, it'll only take about a minute, Spike. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very fast. No, it's it's really fast, and uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's this is the uh, the well, it's it's just one question. This is the angry sex show. And, uh, you know, listeners, this is Spike from The Pilchard. And I just wanted to ask you one question, Spike. All right. Um, How do you start having sex? (laughs) Well, anyone really, but I mean, anyone really, you know, just generally. Porn film, right? Right. So you sort of, what do you do? You sit on a sofa while you're watching the porn film together with a glass of wine? Right, <laughs> right. And then, and then, how do you sort of start? Generally, what does she climb on you, or do you sort of stand up, or? You're laying on the what? Sorry, the, the man on the screen. The man on the screen? Yeah, I'll ask her if she prefers me or the man on the screen. Oh, you, well, you copy what they're doing in the film? The That's porn video? Right. right. Yeah. And and how long does it usually last for? Uh, as long as it lasts on the screen. Um, but the normally I've had it too. Right. 
It does. Thank you very much, Spike. Yeah, you too. Looking forward to the barbecue. Yeah, and you, mate. Speak soon, mate. Yeah, speak soon. Bye. Bye. Can you hear me? Yeah. Good, good. Um, this this show, uh, Jim, is called The Angry Sex Show. This is Jim from Pilchard, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. And um, so I, I just want to ask you one basic question. How, how do you start having sex? Uh, well, I usually make an application. Right. Um, I don't know. I 
Yeah. Just a touch and look, you know. Right. And then, and then take it from there. Great. And, and, and what does it physically involve? Bullshit. Eh? Oh, that sounds very romantic. Little stroke behind the back of the kneecap. Right. And then how do you actually get on to, down to the nitty gritty? You know, when do you take the plunge, as it were? <coughs> well, when I'm allowed to. Right. And and what does that involve? I'm sorry. I'm telling you my bedroom secret. Come on, Jim. This. <laughs> no, 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 we've all compared. I've I've told my secrets. You know, you'll be hearing them on the show. John Shedd's told his. Eh? At the moment, I'm just taking off my, my girlfriend's trousers. Oh, you're actually having sex now? No, no, I'm wearing my girlfriend's trousers. Oh, you're wearing your girlfriend's trousers? I'm it... wearing my girlfriend's trousers because my girlfriend's lost my trousers. Right. And is this part of the sexual act, a sort of long protracted... No, it's not. It's not some kind of sort of sick, sick game, is it? Ah, oh, right. Right, and then, well, how long does it usually take? Wow, bloody hell! Do you, do you need refreshments? Do you stop? Have a break? A bit of champagne? Glass of wine? Yeah, a fag. A fag? Yeah. Right, right. And then, and then when you finish, what do you usually do? Go out for to the pub for a drink, or go to sleep? Just go straight to sleep. Well, there's no energy left after that, is there? Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Well, I, I used to like to. If you've got time to go out for a pint after having a shag, then you're not doing it right, really. Okay, that's a fair point, Jim. Yeah, you just, you just have to go straight to sleep. Yeah. Even if it's only for an hour or something. Right. Right. I don't know how other people do it. Eh? What's that? I hope you're going to edit this. <laughs> no, no, it, well, it's all going in, Jim, you know, I mean, we, we, yeah. we believe in honesty on this show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Jim, from Pilchard, that's been wonderful. Thank you for your, your full and frank um, uh, revelations. Thank you. Okay, mate. Right. See you at the barbecue. Can't, can't wait to see you on July the 14th. Indeed. Take care, mate. Bye.
It's time for Covcast. John Shed, you're a Sometimes I get angry over the smallest things. Not just adverts, not just stupid people and stupid drivers, but mushrooms, pins, little pieces of paper lying about on my desk. Who put them there? I didn't. Some bastard. Every morning when I come down, I sit at my computer and... And these little things that are just lying there, these little bits of paper, I don't know what they are, they're just fucking there. Oh, makes me angry. Somebody's doing it on purpose. I know they are. I can feel it, I can sense it in my bones. Well, I've got a nice surprise for them. <laughs> I'm going to take a match and I'm going to burn all those little pieces of paper. I'm going to set fire to them on my desk. Burn, 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 burn. I'll teach them. No more pieces of paper. Burn them. Yeah. Burn them. Burn those pieces. Get a match. In flames they go. Oh, Oh, it's nice. Burn them. Burn them all. Good evening. You're listening to Covcast, and uh, I think I've just gone mad. I think I've just gone start raving bonkers. Um, I apologise for the last section, but. you know, I could attribute it to a whiskey, possibly, maybe three, and um, yeah, all right. Um, I want to play something now, anyway, and this is bloody good. It's uh, MC5, kick out the jams. Kick out the jams, motherfuckers! Now, baby, I 
Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, uh, kick out the jams by MC5. Uh, oh, yeah, nice. Uh, is this the angry show? I can't be bloody arsed to be angry anymore. Um, too much wine, too much whiskey, too many cigarettes. And it's just not working. Um, I'm just mellow. Mellow and chilled. And I can't be angry. So, sorry guys, but uh, you'll just have to be angry on your own today. Um, Shed, if you're listening, you are a cunt. Goodbye. To the Batmobile. Let's go.
And now the end is near And so I face the final curtain My friend, I'll say it clear I'll state my case Of which I'm certain Welcome to the penultimate edition of Sherman Cast here in the UK. It's been a long journey for me. I've come from lands afar, like Japan, Coventry, Bradford, these kind of exotic places. And I've lived in London for about five, six years with the Who Boys, playing various gigs and seeing many disturbing things. I thought I'd share some of my disturbing observations with you about this country and some of the wonderful things. Um, I will miss many things about the UK, and frankly, there are some things I won't miss. Um, And there are things I'm looking forward to in the United States. You know, like... Well, you, you know stuff stuff you know good old american stuff i will miss the tube the underground here in london um where i'm going back in colorado the air is quite i don't know pure and quite uh, um what's the word um oxygenated that's that's it um but the tube, you know, a real man's air that um, you can get soot snot any day of the week. Um, and I'm going to miss that. going to miss the uh, coughing incessantly. <coughs> and the buses. Yeah, the buses. Uh, how could I forget the buses? Uh, they've been my main mode of transport uh, over the last few years. Um... I'm going to miss the bus drivers and their courtesy of uh, waiting until you have sprinted two, three blocks. Have got right to the bus stop, right to your appointed location. They've waited at least 10, 20 seconds. And right as you're about to knock on the door to, to get their attention, to let you in, they take off casually as if you weren't there. But if you're lucky enough, you might get one that looks at you with this vacant expression which says hey buddy I can't be bothered I appreciate that kind of honesty and I'll really miss the prices here you know the ones that accurately reflect how much things really cost um no I don't mean the environmental stuff you know like a pint of a pint of beer you know uh lager lager um, you know, three quid, you know, about six dollars for a beer. I really appreciate that. I know it's because it's uh, from the Queen's brother's nephew's son's something or other, whatever hops, whatever they put in there. Um, so, yeah, you know, fair enough. That's a small price to pay for a bit of culture. The weather, the chavs, the wags, the passive aggression masks his gentlemanly politeness. The cues, the mad cow disease, 
the England football team never getting past the quarterfinals. The list of cherished memories goes on and on and on. But most of all, of course, I'll miss my lovely, limey brothers-in-arms, the Who Boys. We've been through a lot together, and we've come out the other side. Hey, lads! I'll never forget you. And I'll make damn sure you never forget me.
Para cá tu zoom, eh, eh, para cá tu zoom, eh, eh, para cá tu zoom. 